This Blitz podcast is brought to you by Bravado Wireless. Available online at bravadowireless.com. 837 here on the Blitz 1170. As a matter of fact, you know, knowing the signal of this radio station, Scott, occasionally you can pick us up on toasters, blenders, and microwaves. (laughs) (laughs) Anything else metallic? Just don't hold them up in the air right now with the lightning going on. Pretty much. Well, actually, be careful about doing that. 837, I'm Rick Corey. He is Scott File. It's getaway day for all our teams, Oklahoma to Cincinnati, OSU to Ames, and Tulsa. To DeKalb, Illinois. That's where the Northern Illinois Huskies await. On the phone with us is Andy Garcia. He's the sideline reporter. And first, Andy, I want to clear up completely. Is it DeKalb or DeKalb? So it is It is DeKalb. Good morning, guys. Yeah, DeKalb, <laughs> Illinois, about 65 miles west of Chicago. Yeah, as a matter of fact, I think our plane, we were going to fly into the outskirts of Chicago somewhere around yeah. there. Well, there was, the, there was the, you know, which way do you pronounce it? Because I know the county, <laughs> is the county pronounced the same or different? It is. Yeah, the county's the same. It's DeKalb County, and yeah, it's known for corn, and we grow a lot of corn. Uh, barb, the, the, the high school team's called the DeKalb Barbs. It's like the barbed wire. It's very interesting. There's a long story behind it. But, yeah, it's DeKalb, and, yeah, it's not too far. I live a little bit outside. I live close to Chicago, um, just, but, yeah, DeKalb, it's nice. It's a, it's, a, it's a nice little college town. That's how I describe it. Oh, yeah, and this is a place where, even through all my years of doing this, I've never actually broadcast a football game in Illinois at all, which is unusual. Oh, I've done a lot of basketball games there, but never football, so I'm excited to come. Now, this Northern Illinois team, is interesting because I got I swear to you, I thought Rocky Lombardi was in his twelfth year of college football. <laughs> I had no idea. I literally, I didn't think there was any way the dude was back. But not only is he back, but he's leading this football program. How would you describe him as a quarterback? You know, mature, right? It's his seventh collegiate year, twenty-five years old. So he's seen everything, right, guys? He started at Michigan State. He came over here at NIU. His first year here with the Huskies, they won the MAC championship in twenty-one. Twenty-two was a little bit tough. He got injured. We had injuries, and that's why last year it really happened after NIU played Tulsa last year. We got some injuries, hurt us. We went three and nine. But Rocky Lombardi is the key. He's the captain of the team, and I think he knows he has to play better. I think the offense has had some missed opportunities this season. And yes, they went on the road, opened up the, the season, got the win at Boston College. It was a big win. And we saw how Boston College played against Florida State last week. Not a bad team. And I think NIU kind of, I would say, laid an egg against Southern Illinois. I think they thought that the offense would be better. And I think right now NIU is searching for that offense to, to have a better game. And Nebraska's Nebraska. They're a really good team, physical team. I'm um, just like Tulsa's played Washington and Oklahoma. So I think the stats are a little bit skewed. Nebraska's really was really good last week. But yes, Rocky Lombardi's the key to that offense because you're not going to throw anything he hasn't seen, right? He's been playing for how many years? So he knows what he's looking at. I think he just wants to execute better, and I think they want to start doing that this week. Yeah, as a matter of fact, Tulsa actually played against Rocky Lombardi when he was at Michigan yeah. State several years ago, and that's why someone said to me, is he still there? I said, no, there's no way. <laughs> I just went yeah. back and looked and realized. Now, coming into last year, this was a team that had a lot of offensive starters back, but ended up with a lot of injuries and a couple of transfers. Is that offense living up to what you thought it would not yet and it starts with the run game we lost a couple transfers uh the, the, you know in the transfer portal for some of the running backs but Ontario Brown is the running back right now and, and head coach Thomas Hammock believes in him he feels like this guy can get 25 carries run this offense run that offensive the, the run game because he's got that he's, he's a north-south runner he, he can bowl over some people but the holes haven't been there quite yet NIU has not run the ball yeah, well, yet, yeah. and that's one thing Thomas Hammock talked about with me on the coaches show last night. We have 
to run the ball. We've got to start running the ball. This is what NIU's DNA is. Yes, we can throw, and they think Rocky's got some weapons, and they do, but it starts with the run game for NIU, and they've just not been able to open holes or, or just get that explosive play that they're looking for offensively. And there's been a lot – for last week against Nebraska, had a lot of drops to be honest. There were a lot of drop passes uh, that Rocky threw out there, and, and the receivers didn't make the plays, and that's another thing. Yes, Huskies have some weapons. They do have some wideouts and some guys can make catches, but you got to make catches. So not only do you help your offense stay on the field, but so your defense is not on the field for like 36 yeah. minutes like they were against Nebraska last week. Yeah, that makes it tough. Andy Garcia with us, Northern Illinois sideline reporter, talking a little Northern Illinois in Tulsa. You'll hear that game right over in Big Country, 99.5. 10 a.m. is our pregame tomorrow with an 11 o'clock kickoff. Scott? As you've been doing your pregame work, um, are the is there an area or are there several areas where you think – Northern Illinois might have an advantage tomorrow? I don't know if it's an advantage, but the wanted to get the defense going. They felt like they were giving up too many points in the past. And people have pointed to, you know, the defensive backs are not making play. plays. NIU's defense has played really well, and the defensive line has got names. Four and six back deep that they can come in, James one for an IU. Uh, he, he's a fantastic guy in the middle. He's making plays. Uh, but like I said, the D line is deep. And I think that's where NIU feels like they can get pressure on the quarterback. Um, they need to get inside, get some sacks. They caused a fumble last week at Nebraska. I, and the D line starts it off. The linebackers are, are nice and quick. Not big guys, but they're quick to the ball. And the secondary has played really well so far this year. And then they know they're going to be tested. Uh, tomorrow, they know that Tulsa wants to throw it around. They know they want Tulsa wants to get into space. Uh, but NIU's done a good job of not missing a lot of tackles, and it's cut down the explosive plays that the NIU defense was giving up last year. It's going to be a key net tomorrow because Tulsa's going to want to throw it around. Right? They want to get it in the air, make some plays, and I know NIU's defense is is getting ready for that. Whatever quarterback they see. Yeah, and you you mentioned that defensive line, and I'm noticing is as I look at your seven sacks on the year, a lot of those are coming from your defensive ends, the guys like Gums and Williams and. Guys guys like that. And a lot of times you'll see try people trying to free up what they call a wildcat linebacker these days or a rush in. You're getting that pressure with just your D line. Is, is Northern Illinois a team that likes to stun and bring linebackers or are these guys just good enough they're getting the pressure themselves? No, they're getting the pressure. And you talked about 18 for NIU. This guy was a tight end until they switched him over to DN. And this is what Gums is doing so far. He's edge he's going to be a big factor tomorrow and this guy doesn't even know the, the position yet he was a tight end three months ago but he's learned it quickly he's gotten pressures in all three games that NIU has played but no they've not had to stunt a lot they've gotten pressure uh, into the quarterback and doing that it's it's let that other linebackers and it's let that secondary kind of flow around Huskies have which is either like a secondary or a linebacker that kind of roams around a little bit. So you'll see that, and, and you'll talk about that tomorrow. But, no, I, I think the D-line is really done. They've gotten pressure on themselves that has really helped the communication in the back end for NIU's defense. It's been key as to why has gotten, gotten pressures and gotten sacks. Now we're getting a little bit of a cutout in your phone, so we'll just get a couple more questions in here for uh, Andy Garcia from Northern Illinois. So that's where you see a matchup. Is there a matchup that most worries you? Uh, I, I, I think they're concerned about the offense for Tulsa. I mean, they, 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 they know what Kevin Wilson can do. I think they feel like his offense and, and what the offense has shown so far, that they can make plays in space. And I think NIU is worried about, you know, giving up a 
plays. Um, I, I think they know they can't miss tackles. Uh, I, I feel like the defense knows they, they, they've they got to limit explosive plays from Tulsa. And I think NIU's offense is due. They're due for a game that they come out and they can get that run game going. I think NIU's concerns are more on the NIU offensive side. They have to put up points. They just not put up enough points. They haven't been on the field long enough to make plays, and I think NIU is destined. They're ready to show that this offense is what they thought it would be to start out the year, and it'd be explosive and put points on the board. Yeah, at that point, only 16.3 points a game yeah. thus far for this offense. All right, so the most important question of all, since we're going to, as soon as we land tonight, and we're going to land, as I said, either in Chicago or right there in the suburbs, then we're going to take, we're going to jump in the car. We're going to come over and set up all our equipment at the stadium. Yeah. Where do we have dinner? Well, I like Fatty's. Fatty's Pub and Grill. We do the coaches show from there. Great little spot. They got great wings, a great burgers, a, a nice spot not far from Husky Stadium. Um, you know, I'm a fast food guy. You can't talk to me about food because I go to all, I know all the hot spots. I can't go to a place if you don't order by a number. I'm not going. All right, all right. I need a number. Get me a biggie. Get me something. You know, but no, Fatty's Pub and Grill is a good spot. And you got to be there early tomorrow. I and mean, we got 11 a.m. start. Yeah, right? yeah. you got to. You got an, I think it'll be a factor too. I would see how uh, NIU always practices in the morning. Um, I know Coach Wilson talked about you know we gotta have an early start, get out there. But yeah, it's gonna be early morning. But no, go to Fatty's. You'll have a good meal. Tell them Andy Garcia sent you. They'll at least charge you five more dollars. Yeah, that's <laughs> right. Yeah. Well, I will tell you, my wife actually has several cousins from my wife's. Most of my wife's Chicago families from Chicago, or at least half of them. And there, believe me, there's like sixty of them up there. And she had two or three <laughs> cousins that went to Northern Illinois, and they all right. said exactly what you said. They said go to Fatty's, and that will be our go-to. Hey, Andy, I appreciate it. Thank you very much. I'll see you at the stadium sometime tomorrow. Come by and say hi. Yeah, safe travels, and I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for listening to this exclusive Blitz 1170 podcast from Bravado Wireless.